Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, Dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Meet Brandy. Brandon doesn't quite understand the power of email marketing and sales funnels, and he doesn't want to lose his customers to a company he loves either. No worries. Brandon is completely safe. The ATS JR Network will do most of the marketing for Brandon and make sure that every customer he brings into the company remains with him. Imagine having emails sent out to your customer every day that add value to their lives and makes them money. Also, Imagine the company Brandon loves marketing to his customers while he's at work or asleep. Brandon's customer will purchase the next level of ATS while he's busy. Brandon may not understand sales funnels, but Brandon certainly understands how ATS keeps giving him pay raises monthly. At ATS, we take care of your business and financial goals with you. 
Join Brandon in ATS today. Two, one. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Brick by Brick, the podcast with Antonio T. Smith Jr. and myself, Tempest S. Smith. Thank you to those of you who are watching us live again. It is still weird, but it's not as weird as it was two weeks ago. <laughs> but I enjoy, or we enjoy, um, your faces, your feedback, your questions. Um, I appreciate it. So, I ain't going to talk too much. Cause I got no, you're going to talk too much. Antonio? Yeah, no, no you're going to talk too much. Oh, okay. We ain't doing all that right now. Antonio? How are you on this wonderful well, I just, Sunday? I just ate three avocados, I think. They were fantastic. Fantastic. As, as that sounds like a lot. That's all I'm eating. I, I'm, I'm, I'm under 1,000 calories, probably under 500 calories a day at this point. It is good. Let me tell you, avocados are fantastic. I don't know what's going on. Between well, I do know that's how biceps got you know that is how you know that's how these biceps got so big. I, I don't know the you know this you know got to be sexy, but anyway, it's fantastic. That's how I'm feeling. Tempest, I'm feeling avocado swag life. That's what I'm feeling right now. Okay. There you go. Hey. There you go. That's how I feel. If you like it, I love it. That's it. I, I like and love it. It's good stuff. Okay. Well, tell them what we're talking about today. I'm going to lean back. <laughs> you got plenty to say on this. <laughs> Our topic this evening or today is leading on empty. So let me do a little disclaimer on my behalf. I can't speak for Antonio, but I ain't holding back lesson today. What comes out, I said what I said. I meant it how I said it. I ain't apologizing. I ain't coming back saying, oops, I said it. If you feel like I'm talking about you, I'm probably talking about you. Don't ask me. Don't call me. Don't text me. I don't care because I am <laughs> on empty, and I ain't got much in me. I ain't got no Jesus in me. I ain't trying to hear all that today. We flip a table, Jesus mode, and that's where I'm at. And so, you know, yeah, that's a good place to be. No, I don't disagree with none of that. I don't disagree with none of that. It's hard running a company, ain't it? Now try running, <laughs> yeah. Try running as many as Tempest run, and then try running with all the people, right? Yeah, it's hard. No, I don't have any disclaimers. Y'all know me. Everything she just said. That's how I am 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So y'all not even surprised by that. All right, let's roll, Tempest. Let's roll. Now I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so I don't even have, like, questions. I ain't got no talking point. We just going to talk because... Well, I got here. a question. I got Go a question. ahead. How does a CEO get empty? <laughs> People. Yep, people, people, people is the number one. People who say, they, 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 I they love you, there. I'm going to follow you to the end of the earth, and then they flip. That 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 does happen. That does happen. Sounds like sounds like you're thinking about some folks. That does happen. That does I happen. am. 
and this happens, that people will not to praise the Lord right out of you. They have that ability. They really do. They really do. Let's see. What other things would make a CEO empty? And if you are a pastor, you're a CEO, basically. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Um, missing, no. missing. I'll go. I, since you said people, I, I'll give one. And we'll just go back and forth. Missing targets. You miss enough targets, that'll make you empty. Mm. Yeah. They have someone in chat said broken promises. Oh, I know you got something to say about that. That bothers you. That bothers you way more than it bothers me. That, yeah. Just for the record, child, that bothers Tempest way more than that bothers me. It does. It does. See, if you tell her to do something, if you said something, she gonna hold you at your word. She don't. She don't like when they get broken. Anyway, go ahead, Tempest. If you want to comment on I broken say- promises. So I'll comment on it briefly, then I'll just go on to my next point. If you're not going to do what you say you're not going to do, then don't tell me. You know what I mean? I'd rather you say, I ain't doing it, than to tell me I'm going to do it. And then when it's time for you to show up, you either ask it or your hands empty or you expect someone else to pick up the slack while giving you praise for what you didn't do. All right, so there's a whole lot going on in there. Can, can you repeat it? Do you do you have it any to repeat it? Are you still in that same energy? There's a whole lot. There. I don't know what I said. That was like six reasons. That was like six no. reasons. And the, that last one, and giving you praise why you ain't doing nothing. That one there? Yeah, that, that one to get it. We got someone with their hand up, Tim. Let, 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 let's see if they on this energy. Christopher Holmes. Come on down while the price is right. Let's see if you got hey, something you, to say here. I, I can't show my video because I'm driving right now. I got to stay focused. But can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Please stay focused. I'd rather yeah. not you <laughs> see me. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to put it like it's a, a, saying in a slang way, but it's just pretty blunt. Snakes. So you got to watch who you uh, put in your inner circle because if you allow the wrong person to kind of pierce inside of what you're doing, your vision, it can disrupt uh, your focus. You can't uh, pretty much tell everybody what you uh, got your goals on, and that can disrupt any kind of CEO. Well, Chris came here clearly to make sense today. All right. He just came right out the gate making sense. All right. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate you. Keep driving since you want to make sense today. <laughs> and he just came right out here Tempest making sense. Tempest, we'll toss that to you since he want to make sense and you like to make sense. You heard him. I mean, I, not, <clears throat> not telling people your vision or not telling all people what you got going on. Mm-hmm. Giving people praise when they don't deserve it or, or people who expect praise and their actions are praiseless. Hmm? Yeah, look at you. You said no, you got so much to say. Come on, let us hear it. It's, it's a it's an audio podcast. I'm facial expressions talking though. A snake in your organization or in your downline or in your church or wherever might as well just poison. 
might as well just just go and pour the poison on me right now instead of pretending to be my friend and you and camouflage the whole time. Go and tell me. Don't tell me straight up that you ain't about nothing so I can make a decision up front instead of you pretending to be, see, it's not my fault because I wasn't going to talk about this, instead of you pretending to be something that you are not and then I find out later down the road when it's too late and you've destroyed stuff that other people have built on their backs. Yeah, I ain't with that. And especially today, I ain't with that. <laughs> it's good to see your strong CEO come out. I sure appreciate you. I sure appreciate you. Now, that's pretty deep. That is pretty deep. Snake, so you want to make sense. Chris, wants, anybody else want to make sense before we miss Pam says something in Yeah. Go ahead. You can read it. I'm directives from CEO doing things oh, their God. own way, oh, even God. though told to do it. <laughs> Uh, help Lord. me, help me, Lord God. have mercy. All right, let me read that because we got a we got a we got a pastor on the line, so I'm gonna read it again. Instead of saying CEO, not following directions from the pastor, doing things their own way, even though you told them to do it a specific way. Now we hit everybody. We hit everybody. Right? At least everybody on on the call right now. Pippin, come on, you on fire. How does that? That feel like how? Well, how does that make one empty? <laughs> so right now, we just listen things that make CEOs empty. If you know so much, learn it. That's how uh, I feel when that happens. Lord have mercy. Uh, you got to sit there, be on with you. Let me tell you. <laughs> you spoke right. You spoke right. They spirit. Look, if you know so much, run it. Why don't you go ahead and do it if you know so much? Well. Here's another thing that'll make a see now. Now this ain't for this. Everyone's going to feel this because you all have done it, been through it. A few of you practice character daily, and you're going to feel it more than others. Those of you with high levels of empathy, and you always get beat up on and smacked around, you're going to feel this too. A CEO can get tired from doing the right thing all the time. I don't know how that makes some of y'all feel, but turn the other cheek, show is exhausted, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I've been ran out of cheeks, that's for sure. Come on, who, who, I, I, I want to hear from the audience, Kevin. We're going to switch it up a little bit. I want to, who would agree or disagree? That's fine too. And turning the other cheek or doing the right thing all the time. All right, I'm about to come out on exhausted. this. <laughs> come on, Chris. Come on. <laughs> but he can't. Nah. He can't even drive right right now. So I will say, especially coming from a small town, and just like you know, when you're like uh, constantly growing and you're elevating your mind, you're just trying to develop yourself. Uh, you're going to constantly uh, face those challenges. You get some very strong negative feedback. Or just someone just, that doesn't just want the best out of your, um, and they see you pretty much progress, and they just don't want to see you progress. So it's a lot of times you'll be faced with situations where you're like, ah, let me be the better person, and I say nothing like, ah, I'm gonna leave it alone, or ah, I'm gonna ignore it. 
because there's been times like this is a, I'm speaking of my own personal experience where I have done a lot of great community events, you know, motivate, inspire people and things like that. But every once in a while, someone will try to spread rumors and I don't even do anything at all. But I know that comes with success. So I strongly agree with that. It's just not, you know, you have your moments where you want to be like, ah, but you just like, you know, it gets tiring. <laughs> Yeah, it does. And I don't disagree with that at all. I most certainly don't. Well, Tiffany, I think we listed a few. We can, y'all know it. Y'all been through the fire. We can list reasons until the cows come flying home. You know, we know we can. Tempest, let's get to the meat of it. How does one continue to lead? Actually, let's qualify this leading word real quick, okay? Let's do that. What kind of leading are we talking about? Let's let's define what level of leadership we're talking about at a CEO would do. So, what kind of level, what level of leadership are we talking about? Tempest? We got, you know, servant leadership, and you know, are we talking about selfish leadership? Are we talking about just regular, average leadership? Which standard are we jumping to for this podcast? Oh, definitely servant leadership because those are the people who get hit the most. All right, so are we talking about superior servant leadership, or or oh, I, I sorry, are we talking about cause servant leadership is just servant leadership? Are we talking about servant leadership that leads to superior results, or just servant leadership outside of the results? Results don't matter, just the servant leadership and keep going. Which one? Um, there is both, a difference. Yeah, it right, is a difference. Said, so since you said both, let's stick with. Well, well, let's say in that spirit, let's say both. All right, let's go. Servant leadership alone, without the superior results. Tempest, how does one? Give me one of those. Anyone? Somebody throw out one. Snakes in the grass. Not hitting your deadlines. Give me anyone you want to talk about. All right, not doing what you were told that you were supposed to be doing. Purposely going against the grain, not following. I'm just pumping up right now because you know, I, 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 I'm stepping on all her triggers. I know I, I know I hit them triggers. Not doing what I said do, and now you done costed us money, time, and energy, and people mad at you, and now I got to deal with the fallout. How does a servant leader <laughs> deal with that, Tempest? I mean, excuse me. How does the server, yeah, you know what? How does the server leader deal with that and lead beyond it? <clears throat> so you're supposed to lead like everything's your fault. Even if person X know what they're supposed to do and they didn't do it or they did it their way and it wasn't to the standard or to the excellence of the culture, it's still your fault, right? Because you're a That's server right. leader. That's right. Fault always comes back on the leader. So ideally, you're supposed to take that, correct it, and move forward. Not blame the person, not, you know, be meek and mild Jesus. You're supposed to do all that stuff. Love on them. Love them back to wholeness. Get the, rally the troops back up because that affects other people. And then move forward, right? Because if I stop and beat this person up or go off on this person, then that creates a totally different culture, a totally different environment than what a servant leader is supposed to 
sleep, if that makes sense. Alright, let's go to one of the things you said that people like to say, yeah, I do that, but they, they don't. A servant leader is supposed to say, everything is my fault, and approach every action as is. You know what? I know you messed up, but that was on me. Here's what we'll do next time. Why on earth do you say that is supposed to be that way? If you are a leader and you're leading for <clears throat> leading with correct motives, then you want the praise when things go right, so you have to take the hits when things go wrong. You don't just get to be a leader when you on top. You have to be a leader when things ain't going right as well. All right, so you still want to make sense today. Okay, then. All right. All right. I think you have a make sense podcast. All right, I got you. I got you. Okay. Now, okay, well, I guess you can talk questions to me now. You, you, you talk some to me because you run all this stuff anyway. I, I do not run this stuff Child anyway. hey, don't, don't fry it Child on camera. Boo. Don't fry it on Child camera. Boo. Come on now. Come on. Come on. I come on. Come on. As a leader, because you've been leading for a long time, and as a pastor, and God knows everything else that you do, how does it, what does it feel like to be that servant leader taking those hits when you are doing everything right and the people in that people that you put in positions are purposely doing the wrong thing. What does that feel like? <laughs> Pamela Norris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's sorry. should be shaking her head. Go ahead, Pam. This is my week. Tony's like, I'm screaming around the house. I'm like, what do I do? I have to pray for my staff and I go take a nap. It's like, I'm going to kill somebody, you know? It's like, what? I lose it. I have very little short, I have very little patience. And, you know, I know about being a servant leader and it's like, it is very difficult. I've had an entire week of this. So this topic i'm like did you look into my life this week my house is in in disarray because i'm about to be a raving banshee and i'm doing everything not to kill people <laughs> you know and i'm praying for me i'm praying for my staff that they will get their act together and lord look i know that's right girl what the hell is happening in their life that they ain't doing the right thing and i'm just all i can do is pray and then i go i'm going to bed because I can't be dealing with anybody right now. Y'all don't want me around. So I'm going to my room, closing the door. Mama's taking a time out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I heard it. No, no, no. That's Danny. Hear her. So that's the CEO talking. Jerome got something to say. Come on, Jerome. I, I, I still remember the question, uh, Tiffany. Pamela. Go ahead, Jerome. You gave yourself a time out? <laughs> Yes, Jerome. Sometimes, you know, even mama's got to have time out. No, girl. You don't blow the whole company. No, girl. Like, sometimes you need a time out. Sometimes you need both. You got to do what you got to do. And I'm important. I don't need to have another heart attack or anything. And I want to girl said, I'm important. I know that's right. So if I need a time out, I give me, the CEO, a time out. I go to my room and say, stay. <laughs> and Tony, I do want to comment on something you said earlier. 
Sure. Well, I'm about to say something too real in, after this year, so you're going to have to comment again. Go ahead. Uh, in reference to being a servant leader, I have been on the calls where you were explaining something and you were sharing something and people were responding or individuals were responding. And what you said made perfect sense. They didn't agree with it. And sometimes I don't agree with you either, but it still made sense. But what I don't do is I don't argue with the truth. I don't argue with the facts because the facts don't change whether you're saying them or somebody else is saying them. But, I, but I've watched you at times and you, 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 once or twice you, 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 you lost it for a second and then you caught yourself. I said, oh Lord, mm -hmm. you're about to go there. Mm -hmm. You caught yourself and came back and I was like, because that look was, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Antonio, it was there like, are you crazy? Let me tell you. And you, and you were fine. But, but I get frustrated because sometimes I'll jump in and say, excuse me, excuse me, like I'm your buddy, like I'm your mouthpiece. No, it's, you're telling the truth. You ain't got to agree with it. That doesn't change the truth. And even though Antonio said it, and sometimes, you know, your head, remember I said earlier about your head getting big? You know, you got your muscles mm -hmm, in. Mm -hmm. Your head gets big. What, what, what do you even make that get big? The point is, is that you do that, but you still tell the truth. And you can get mad, but it's still the truth. And that's not going to make you better by sticking your head in the sand and not doing what you need to do. And it hurts everything. That part frustrates me. I think you and Tempest do a great job in reference to being servant leaders. I love the way Tempest deals with you when you get out of hand. I love it. Nah. Oh, I do. <laughs> I love it. Because you push the envelope and she jacks you up. And then she sits back and then she jacks up. I, I love it. But the point is, you guys do. Yeah. I think you guys do a really good job as servant leaders on these calls. I, I, I have to say that. Because some of the time, it is frustrating. But you guys handle I think you handle it well. I, I, I really do so. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. First can, off, can poor people, poor people. Yes, you sure Sorry. can. You sure this can. Go ahead. No, nah, you did. That's my lane. I love Ooh. what Pam. I love what Pam did because she's frustrated. But here, here's the issue with servant leadership. It is about serving those that support our business and then the customer. So if someone's not doing something correctly, our job as servant leaders is to get with them where they are and figure out with their assistance, they gotta buy into it. What will it take for us to get back on track? What do you need to get back on track? Then they own it. So our job as servant leaders is to serve those we lead by being empathetic, being supportive, and letting them own where they tripped up and then come up with their own solutions and support it. So we don't have to get, yeah, it's easy for us to get mad and angry. So our job is not necessarily to tell them what to do. It's like you, in agreement, we messed up, right? And we can say we together, we messed up. What needs to happen next? Do you have a suggestion? What would you recommend? Let them buy into the solution, then they own it. Service. You know, I'm, I'm glad, no, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm glad you said that. That's Adonia all the way from California. I'm just saying that for audible purposes. You're getting a, a woo over here, Adonia. You got some fans over here. Tempest, um, before I get to Chris, let's have you ride that same energy Adonia just did. Because she's right. Everything she said is 100% facts. I mean, it's in books. It's in, not in books. It's just in 
pure human decency. How do you, Tempest, respond to when people are not on track? What tips would you, what do you do, and what tips could you give us to make sure we can do everything Adonia just said as well? What do I do? Um... Yeah, I mean, because basically, I mean, in a nutshell, you know, when she was saying, you know, how can I put you back in the right seat on this bus? You know, are you even on the right seat? You know, what can we do? How can sea level respond to you to make it better for you and move forward with you, right? Um, so the first thing I try to do is talk it out with you because I know I can get in my feelings and if I just go off, it's not going to come out right, it's going to have a bigger problem. So I try to use you as a sounding board to make sure that I'm what I'm feeling is correct and that I vent to you so I'm not venting at the person. Does that make sense? Mm. So I'm not going I go off in your ear, so I'm not going off on them, right? I take a time out, like Helen Norris says, because if I don't take a time out, we're going to have a problem in Houston, right? I'm going to be on the news or something, and it ain't going to go well, right? Ladies and gentlemen, 6 o'clock news, the CEO of the education company really slays an employee. More at 7. That's it. That's it. That's that's real good. Yeah. Yeah, I try to use you, because if I just pop off, then it ain't. Mm, ain't no servant leadership. It's, yeah. Yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. We're gonna get Chris, and we're gonna get Daryl next. Uh, all right, let's 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 flip it real quick. Daryl, let's get you first, since Chris already talked, and then Chris, you're right after Daryl. Well, uh, millennials, this is where the baby boomers come in and support you, right? Because I've been through what you said. First of all, I would say uh, the first thing to deal with any foxes in the hen house, snakes in the grass, whatever you want to call it, is to know, number one, the fox is there for a reason. The snake is there for a reason. He's put there for a reason. Part of it is to test us. Uh, As a chef, I expected certain things to happen in my restaurant. Number one, I expected people to steal from me. That's pilferage. That was... uh, that was put into my business plan. A certain amount of my product was going to be stolen from me. So I expected that. So the first thing I would say, expect those things to happen and how you deal with it. I'm alone with uh, Adonia there when you say there's just certain things, certain ways you deal with people and you let them own what they belong, that what belongs to them, and then you move away from them. I never really understood this whole ideal of servant leadership. That's not my personality. Um, I expect you, and I don't want to go to the Bible, but we all know what what happened with that uh, deceiver, with Jesus, right? Did we not know that Jesus expected that to happen? He knew that person was there for a reason. And, you know, that's literally all I have to say. The the fox in the hen house and the snake is there for a reason. We just have to know what that reason is. And the person closest to us is the person that can hurt us the most. Y'all hear that? Receive it. Don't just let it be words. 
He ain't said nothing. In fact, he reached out to me today on some stuff because he knows some internal stuff. He reached out to me today. We started off with saying, baby boom, this is what we've been here for millennials, right? Don't just receive it. All right? Receive everything everybody said because nobody has been wrong. In fact, everyone is hitting the same nail on the head. Like, the nail is in. We just drive it through the wood now at this point. Chris, let me hear from you. And then and then after that, I'll answer Temper's question. All right, cool. Is there something interfering with your happiness? Or do you feel there is something stopping you from reaching your goals? BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Specializing in depression, anger, grief, anxiety, trauma, and several other fields, BetterHelp has 3,000 licensed therapists all over the United States that you can connect with, and they are available worldwide. You can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment, and you can get help on your time and at your own pace. You can also chat and text with your BetterHelp therapist via secure video or phone, and BetterHelp is available on your desktop, mobile web, Android device, or iOS app. It's secure, convenient, and professional. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Use the discount code SUCCESS when you sign up and get 10% off your first month. Go to betterhelp.com success. Simply fill out a questionnaire and they will assess your needs and match you with a counselor you'll love. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash Now, flipping around, one thing I will say I think is very important is as a business owner to take care of yourself. Because if you have, like, the negative mindset and things like that, it's going to drive you to make actions that you don't really want to take. So one thing that I do a lot and on a daily basis is, like, I like doing workouts, listening to podcasts, reading, and things like that. And, you know, every once in a while, treating yourself and make sure you're good. Because if you just allow all that, you know, negative and all these things just build up, eventually you're going to get, you know, stressed out, tired. And then, you know, you may make a decision that you don't want to do and may end up on the news. And I'm really pushing it. But the thing is, is uh, make sure you take care of yourself because, you know, we're all human beings at the end of the day. And, you know, we got to have our rest so that we can uh, be able to perform at you know, our best efforts. That's facts, man. That's facts. I'm glad. That's actually the first time someone said take care of yourself. Tip is kind of when she says she vents to me that is a form of taking care of yourself. And she's saving her legacy and her reputation all at the same time. So good job there. Thank you for bringing it up. Tempest original. Well, actually, let me let me let me, let me not let me not run past that so fast. Take care of yourself. He's absolutely right. Now he he did physical exercise. He said he said podcast. I want you to pay attention. He take care of yourself by getting that negativity out. Physical exercise. Listen to podcasts. Put some positivity in. Punch stump on the ground. Or punch a bag so you don't have to punch that snake. Okay. Hard to go to jail when you're taking care of yourself. I'm, I'm trying to help somebody. Okay. <laughs> right? All right. <laughs> Good stuff, Chris. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Tempest asks, how does it feel? We were talking about the, the – I don't want to give away the answer, but we, she was – how does it feel to be wrong? I'll just sum it up real quick. And three things immediately popped in my head, and I, I'll just tell them to you. I'll, I'll just tell them to you. At no point in servant leadership, actually, there's only one point in servant leadership does anything feel good. The rest always feels bad. It always does. 
It always does. This is why you don't have many servant leaders. You're either always going to feel underappreciated. Let me let me put it in the first person. I always feel underappreciated. Let me do it that way. I don't want to offend nobody, right? I want to tell you. Or I always am crucified. That you, I spend ninety-eight percent of my leadership either being used, misused, underappreciated, perform small miracles, and and I get out of I get two reactions when I perform small miracles. Nothing, or that's what you're supposed to do. Duh, you always do that. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you, when you, when you're good, it's actually a curse. Okay, it's, it's actually a curse. It's, it's, to give you a great example of this, we said if you watch basketball, we said LeBron James had a bad year this year. It, it's it's the as of this recording, this is 2019. The Toronto Raptors just won the NBA championship. LeBron James had a bad year. He averaged 27 points. 11 rebounds and a nine assists. That is a fantastic year for anybody. It's above fantastic. But since it's LeBron, it's a down year. That's crazy. That makes no sense at all. But being good as a leader, that's the problem, right? That, that's always the problem. You get that. I mean, if you didn't dunk from full court, you, if you didn't score 100, you ain't do nothing, right? You know, that thing like that. I, I always feel underappreciated. Or I always feel crucified. Well, I, I don't feel crucified. I get crucified, right? The only time I feel good in serving leadership, because remember, my job is not to feel good. My job is to be, is to make others feel good. And that is when I feel good. When someone, my team, some customer, someone starts winning. And the winning is tangible. When the winning becomes tangible, it makes all that 98% bad go, it was worth it. Every time. One win from one person gives me six years of energy. It does. It really does. The moment I see someone finally get it and start dropping content, finally get and then start making money, or go off and you know get that big speaking engagement, come a million that whatever it is, whatever that win is for that person, that makes everything worth it. So concisely, it always sucks. The feeling is never well. Right? It's never. It's not. And it's not designed to be. Because I am a leader, and leadership is never meant to be comfortable. And that's the truth. You, you, you can't want to be a leader and want comfort. You, you just can't do that. It's inappropriate. It's not leadership. It's, it's, it's fame. It's, it's glory you're looking for. You know, you want to be a, you know, a gladiator or something, right? You, you want the trophy. You don't want the four years of practice. <laughs> you want the gold medal, right? But you don't want to get on the track 
and change your diet for four years. Leadership is always meant to be uncomfortable, period. And if you are a CEO, you get freaking paid to be uncomfortable. And if you don't want that to happen, then share your check. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. That's how, that's how I feel about it. If you want, and, 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 and I'll say this, not pass it back to Tempest. If you want people to work as hard as you, to do personal development like you, and to be as servant as you, you need to give them your check. Period. Because you are paid to be better than them in those humble areas. That's why you're the CEO. That's why you get the big checks. That's why when you sell, you get the big payday. Because you got the big payday. Because they got to get a holiday you didn't. They got to quit you did not. They got to call in you couldn't. And if and if they don't sit well with you, pastor, CEO, executive assistant, whatever you may be in leadership, you need to give up your check. Because you can't expect people to get paid a fraction of what you get paid and then turn around and do 100% of what you should be doing. It's not fair. Cynthia and Dion have a comment, question, and then back to you, Tim. Okay, well, this is Dion. Cynthia is, of course, uh, right now doing what she does best. So she's talking to one of her student clients. So first I want to say kudos to you servant leaders because all of us cannot do that. I'd be the unselfish ones. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because she wouldn't allow me to say this. One of those people. And I have to piggyback off what Tempest said, the fact she vents and she goes off with you about whatever's going on. You have someone where you can release that steam. You have to have someone or you'll just lose it. I'm that someone for her background, you know, fighting, fighting the battle, you know, uh, wanting to fight the battle, but she's the one that stands there and it's okay. It's all going to come out in the end, you know, or, you know, and, and it, it drives me, it drives me crazy, but you have to have people like that, you know, and she's one of those people. So anyway, kudos to you and those like you, true servant leaders, you know, because all of us can't it's do tough. that. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's, it's a learning practice. It doesn't even, every bit of leadership comes with side effects and all of them are correct. Donald Trump's leadership is correct. You don't have to like him. His leadership is correct. What will make it incorrect is him doing that leadership at the wrong times. You get what I'm saying? If it's a fire or the ship is going down, Donald Trump leadership is perfect. Period. That's <laughs> like why would I fit it? Why am I going to vote to get you out of a burning building? That don't make no sense. Let me write this executive direct. Let me just tell you what to do. You right? Let's just do that. But when we are having a conversation like this and I don't give you a voice, it's no longer correct, right? My attempt there was to show you that all leadership styles are correct. What makes them incorrect, using that word, is when you put them in the wrong position or, or the wrong time. 
or when you're so smart you don't hear Adonia when she's speaking and she just wanted to be heard. It's not, it's not that talking was incorrect. It's not that you were smart was incorrect. It's that it wasn't your time to talk. It wasn't your time to be smart. It was your time to shut up and listen. Right? You just got to know when certain things go in certain places. Which leads me back to Tempest. Tempest, I have a really, really tough question for you. Do you want to make your comments first, or do you want me to hit you with this tough, tough question? My question is going to make you... All right, so make you rip your skin off. Here we go. Tempest, you've been... You've built this company from the ground up. Without a doubt. It would be nowhere without you. This is... It's not even up for discussion at this point we're so good and so busy and we have so many employees you have to do more now than you've ever done because i just simply can't do it can't do it because i don't have the skill set or can't do it because i don't have the time period and you get three percent credit surely and, and, and here's the crazy part and I'm always throwing credit hooray. Credit, 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 credit. Boom, 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 boom. Always. It ain't 3% for me. It's 3% for my customers, okay? Or large fan base. It ain't me. We covered that on like another show last time or whatever. That'll make you empty, won't it, Tempest? Don't give me no church answer. I don't want it. <laughs> don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't have a church answer in me today, but Good. yes, that makes me feel. Have we talked about this or was that a private conversation? I don't even know right now. I don't remember. It's good for this conversation. It makes you feel invisible. And mm. at that point, I, why am I here? Right? That kind of conversation pops up into your head. And. You feel like you don't have a place, but you have a place. Like you have a silent place. Ooh. And, <laughs> and, uh, and you watch other people come in and get recognition and credit, and you feel invisible. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's, you, I, well, let me just say something to you. I would be full and ready to go, but then kind of stand there like, so what do I do? And what do I do? What do I do? And there's nothing for me to do. So going back to why am I here? Going back to emptiness, going back to, you might as well just tell them to do it because they're going to do it anyway. They're going to get the credit for it anyway. So why call me? How much energy does that take out of you? Everything. How many times? Does each time take out everything? Or the accumulation of time take out everything? Um, I would say at this point... Just each time. Mm-hmm. That's the answer. In the I was beginning, I would say. try to like fill myself back up so I could, you know, feel like I'm in the on the team. 
But then after a while, it's like, why fill myself back up? Because I already know what's going to happen. That'll make you be empty, won't it? Make you be empty, make you stay empty, make you not show up. Mm-hmm. How did you leave yourself past that? that uh, let me, let me, hold on, stop, stop. That actually happened here, this company, okay? Now, there's a multiple different reasons. Obvious reasons, but then unobvious reasons that you would never see. When you get good, when money starts coming in, you actually got to hire people. Oh, we about to say a whole lot right here. Jerome is about to get real good. You got to hire people. And when you hire, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to change my tone too, Pam Norris. And when you hire people, you have to give up what made your identity in the company to some employees with your like skill set so they can have an identity as well. But how do you handle it when you have to give up the only thing keeping you visible to a multitude of staff knowing since the holes haven't been fixed or since the projection of your new CEO status hasn't been set in place, there is an undetermined time of your invisibility. And you have to do it because you're a servant because you have to choose on who's going to be invisible, the new hire or the CEO. And every time Tempest chose the new hire is to be visible. I am to be invisible. Now that we set that up, now you understand. Tempest, how did you lead yourself past that? I had to constantly ask myself, am I here to be seen or am I here for the mission? And it was never to be seen. It was always to help other people be better. So if if it took me taking a further back seat on the bus, then so be it. Because I was I'm happier when I'm helping other people from the back. I hated being seen. You know what I mean? But it's yep. But I had to but keep asking myself being unseen. It's great, but being unappreciated. Like, don't equivalize unappreciated with unseen. Because that's not what she's saying. Just because you're unseen doesn't mean take away my, like, don't unsee my appreciation either. If I got an invisible role, please don't make the invisible appreciation. Don't do that. I need my appreciation to be very visible. If I am to take an invisible role, am I lying somewhere, Tempest? No. All right. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Now, and we both, we both had to do it. I, before Tempest, we're both 
extreme introverts. I, the way I grew up, had to force myself to learn extrovert things, extrovert tendencies, because I was in a trash can. You got you can't forget that you have to extrovert yourself out of a trash can. Like, do not get it twisted. There is no real way to go from extreme homelessness to successful as an introvert. There's, there's no real way to get that done. You have to learn how to influence friends and, 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 and you know, and, and people. You, you have to, there's so much there that never gets talked about when people interview me on the radio. Like it never gets talked about. But I had to adopt extra, I had to learn extroverted skill sets just to get out that trash can and stay out of it. Tempest has never had to do that. She's never had to adopt that many extroverted skill sets. But the way she solved the problem had a lot to do with adopting extroverted skill sets. And I want to hear which one did you... Oh, yeah. Uh, you've been on the radio and interviews a lot. You teach every Friday in this busy university, except for right now because you're in that major product. But when you're finished, you'll be right back teaching. You're on stages all the time. You are a keynote speaker. You have worldwide pop. Yeah, yeah, come on. Come on now. Come on. But in this invisible stage, none of that was existed. So tell us. How did you go from supreme introvert and then what what extroverted skill sets did you adopt to get your visibility back? I don't know. Yeah, you never thought about it before. Everybody loves you. Who loves Tempest? Right. That's a loaded right. question. You can't ask a question like that. But they go take. They, you know how many people? Who's the greatest CEO in this company? There's nobody on this call that's gonna say that I'm a better CEO than Tempest. I am not. Everyone knows that. I'm not a better CEO than Tempest. She's a better CEO. I am a fantastic leader. Those are two different things. Yeah, because I'm not the yeah. best leader to you know, <laughs> <laughs> lead you down the wrong path. It's not, yeah. Okay, that's a different. Did y'all hear? Did y'all hear that? Look, I am a, I am a fantastic leader. I ain't really a good CEO. No, I, I'm a above average CEO. Tempest is a brilliant CEO. She's got all those. Those boxes check. Leadership, she'd be like, uh, this is five miles, honey. Just five miles. They get on my nerves. Just five miles. I ain't lying. I, she has no grace. Y'all have no idea. I am the most empathetic out of me and Tiffany. When it comes to business, now when it comes to personal, Tempest is the most empathetic. Unless you cross her, and then you're dead. And then, you know. 
God bless you, which means go to hell in Christian talk. Okay. <laughs> That's the only, only time Christians say, God bless you, means go to hell, right? I hope the Lord punishes you swiftly, is what that means. Okay. <laughs> okay. Swiftly, swiftly. I am far more empathetic than tempted in business. Am I lying to me? No. Not even. It's, it's not even close. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. even close. It's not. It's not even close. We are. It's. It's not even close. She is. She. When it comes to business, she has my personality. When it comes to personal, she's a far better person than I can ever be. Business. Pam Norris. If the rules said, "Don't be late three times," or you get fired. You're fired. I'm just telling you what it is. What tip is? That tip is. It's just boom, bam. Thank you, ma'am. You know the rules. I don't feel bad. The rules say. That's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rules. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show to show again. The tip is what would what would I do? We get on each other nerves with this. We get on each other nerves with this. Oh, what what, do. what would I do in that situation, tip? Oh, well, just let him make it. Let's let's talk to him. <laughs> Why we got? <laughs> Why we got rules? If you gonna talk to him, the rules say they out of here. Ain't no talking. <laughs> you know what it was? <laughs> and let me tell you. Let me tell you. There's a few heartbreaks that I wouldn't have had. If I had her, per- if I had her personality in business, it's true. It's the truth. I don't, don't, I don't think one is right or wrong. If I, I just a few heartbreaks that I would not have had if I'd have been more like Tempest. And of course, wouldn't even be no company <laughs> if I was more like Tempest. <laughs> She'd be like, you know what? I'll just do it myself. All y'all go. I got it. I got it from here, right? She just do that there. If she go to Fiverr and hire some programmers and make some software, and then she'd be like, "All right, let's go." And she do all of this. I have a pretty good question for you. Actually, you know what? Once you ask me a pretty good question, because we, we're actually gonna go. We're actually gonna go. I'm gonna extend this. This right now, because there's too much to talk about in this one. A question for you. Oh, no question? Um, I got one for you. No, I don't have a question. Sweet, sweet. Let's go back to this invisible thing. <sighs> yep, yeah, I'm going to rip your skin off publicly. Here we are. Why? This is good TV. Oprah moments. Here we are. You're no longer invisible. Not even close. But at the same time, you're not even close to being visible. How does one lead your way out of that obscurity? You still, you get all the credit you deserve, and then you don't get any of the credit you deserve. It's not as bad as it used to be. It meets your standards, but it's still not fair. Hold on real quick. Has anybody ever gone through that? To where it's good and bad at the same time? 
you don't have enough to shout about, but you got more than enough to complain about. Any, anybody? Is, is, okay, I don't. I don't think I'm getting transparency on this call. Hold on. Hey, you know, Antonio. Hey, no, uh, uh, come on, no, come on, no, kid. Well, n- nobody complains after we read your book, so nobody, nobody ever complains. Ah, that's the problem. We're so happy and grateful, but that's the problem. Okay, that's that makes sense. That is the problem. That is the problem. You, there, you can get to the point in which oh, everything's good. In fact, there's a better way to say that. Let me say it. Let me say it in poetical way, and all y'all will get it. You can get to the point to where you make less money than you've ever had but you own more than you ever did. Anybody there? Okay, I got okay, I got, got, got Grace. All right, got Dion. Okay, got Tithia. Okay. Like you make far less than you ever made in your life, but you got more. That's frustrating. I know we supposed to, you know, oh, thank you, but that is frustrating. <laughs> that, that's frustrating. I don't care what nobody, that is a frustrating position to be at. Because you know you're worth more than what you're currently receiving. And that pisses people off. It does. It absolutely does. You look around at your house and you see it going up. You see it going up in appreciation. But you like, why I can't make it go up? Why the government determines when my stuff go up? Let me not be too real. Chris, Chris Holmes, come save me before I get too woke up in here. Well, I'm about to make it worse, so I'm about to be completely real. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is, like, one of the most frustrating things because you see everybody, like, living their lifestyle. You see on YouTube and things like that. But you're, you're making yourself like, all right, I know what my vision is. I know what the end result is. But it's a tremendous amount of faith, trust, and just knowing in the long term you're going to get the results that you want. And you, it's very hard when you see a lot of people trying to push this, especially in this age, the quick kind of thing, get rich kind of scheme, and then it's last out that don't really last long. But if you build a strong foundation, if you stay patient and stay stick to your disciplines and things like that, you will get the lifestyle you want, but it will hold. And I think that's what makes it frustrating. Like, you know you're going to get the things you want, but you see everybody else around you getting the things that you want right now. And you just have to keep telling yourself to be patient. It's that right now, bro. That right now kills all of us. That right now is that right now is poison. Right now is poison, y'all. It's poison. Stay away from it. I know it's easier said than done, but stay away from it. Ooh, that right now has caused me to cuss a whole lot of people out. Let me tell you. I know y'all don't think I could, but I can get down like a sailor. I promise you I can. All the way down the don't you? I can get all the way down with some cuss words. Sure can. I make I make a sentence full of cuss words a complete sentence somehow. I will. My show will. My show will. It's rough. Tempest. Let me tell y'all what Tempest is. More successful than she's ever been. More money she's ever had more potential money than she's ever fathomed of and dreamed of and more command more command and prestige than she's ever had and she she to my knowledge is by far 
the most successful person her family has ever produced. Ever produced. Ever. To my, my, my knowledge. To my knowledge. Yet, she's still in this. What period would you say you're, all that said, Tempest, that's not the harvest you're enjoying. What, how would you describe the harvest you are enjoying? Because you actually are enjoying it, even if it's not the one you want right now. Like present day harvest? Present day. Um... <laughs> I feel like the harvest that I'm in is in a comfortable spot looking at where looking at what's to come but still too far away to reach it so what's popping in my head is Moses on the mountain and he's looking at the promised land but he can't go into the promised land like I feel like I'm I'm there you know, not that God oh. didn't take me out and call Joshua. I'm just on the mountain. <laughs> Can't get to what God promised me because it's something here. I think Liddell talked about this at his service that when we went to. It's something in the wilderness that I'm supposed to learn. And I, I ain't got to the, I ain't crossed over yet. That's facts. And I'm glad you said, I was hoping you say something like that. But I'm glad you said the way because I really wanted to tell everybody something. And you just threw me a great alley. Ladies and gentlemen, you have no fight until you go into the wilderness. You have no success until you go in the wilderness. You have no followers until you go into the wilderness. There's no president of sales and marketing until you go into the wilderness. No Dion, Cynthia, or Adonia until you go into the wilderness. They'll say, don't start no mess. But let me put my weight on it there. You don't even know who the hell you are until you go into the wilderness. Neither can you relate to your God until you go to the wilderness. You can't. You can't. You have no idea what you are in relationship with your God and how you fit in that until the wilderness shows up and gives you perspective. See, because in Egypt, with all that running water, when ain't nobody else got none but you, it looked good. It's good. It's straight. Yeah. And that wilderness, when all you got is your faith and your ambition, you learn a lot about yourself. Tonio, you know, let me put my weight on it. Hold on, let me put my weight on it, Jerome. Boy, you know, 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 hit me right between the eyes, boy. Come on, man. Come on, Jerome. Come on, man. Let me tell you now. I went to the I went to the gas station the other day. Okay, put the Sam's Club card in. It took it. I can't put no gas on that card. I got to pull the other card out and put the gas on. Jerome. Come on now. Put the card in the machine. Know what the card machine says? We enter the card. And I said, don't tell me I ain't got enough on this credit card to put gas in the card. I put the card back in and it took it. 
I said, thank you, Jesus. And I'm sitting here saying to myself, I said, Lord, I have never been at this point in my life financially. Come on. I Come can't on. even know that I got enough money on the credit card to put gas. Come on. But listen Come to on, me. Jerome. But listen to me, Antonio. I can't go back. I can't go back. Let me tell you. And I, and I told him, I said, Lord, let me tell you something. I don't like this position that you don't put me in. And you know what he said, Antonio? Thank you for sharing said? that. Now keep it moving. I said, but but you don't have to know. You don't keep it moving. I said, ooh boy, because we about know. to help somebody. Come on now. I said, no, he didn't. You don't know what that relationship is like until you don't have. But you see all that has come to pass. And I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at, and you gotta keep it moving. You know why? Because and and I said this to somebody today. I said, I know I'm at my threshold. I know my breakthrough is coming. But here's what's going to happen. When it comes, Antonio, it's going to blow up. But if I don't connect with him now, I won't be connected to him when it blows up and I'll be in trouble. And that's why I got to be connected. Come on now. Somebody. That boy just, he just just said, I'm leading on empty. That's what Jerome said. That's what he said. That's what he said. Oh, you got everybody in the chat, right? Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear this on the podcast, y'all can't see the chat blowing up, but the chat went crazy when Jerome started talking. Let me tell you, before I get Chris, I need y'all to, like, like, stop being bougie. Stop. We're going to extend it just a little more because some of y'all ain't got that, that you, you ain't got that, that pretending out of you yet, and the universe can't bless you because you fake. The universe can't bless the real you because the fake you is in your place. <laughs> and get that fake out of you. It's hard as hell living life. It is. It is. It's hard living life. That's why it's a one in billion chance you get here. Look, it's hard out here. I want it now, but I can't get it. What I deserve and now what it's going to be ain't going to come now. It's going to come when it's time, but I got to be patient. You know what? See, you know what? See, I, w- I wasn't going to do it. I'm going to get Chris and I'm going to get Chris and Grace. But I'm going to tell y'all, anybody, if, you know what? If if you're not struggling, if you ain't got to pray over your credit card, <laughs> if, you, if you ain't got to call or check the balance before you swipe, this ain't for you. This ain't for you. This ain't for you. But I'm saying every last one of y'all should be in a struggle like that. Even if you got a lot of finances, your life's still messed up. And I'm going to tell you why. Because what me and Tempest is built is by change the whole world. And we, by default, put y'all three feet from gold. Thank you, brothers. Thank you. And Thank you. life gets real hard when you're three feet from gold. Since y'all vibrated at our frequency, we forced you to be three feet from gold. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This, this, this season in your life, it ain't your fault. Because it ain't no fault. It's not a fault. You supposed to... Okay, you're supposed to be here. I'm going to lead all the way back now. Because I need y'all to get this. 
I need y'all to get this. I'm going to let Chris, I'm going to let Grace go, but I need y'all to get this here. The mere fact that the opposite keeps showing up means the universe wants you to have that hell so you can appreciate what me and Tim is about to do in your life. Come on, come on. And that's the truth. New age thinking calls it law of opposites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just got an old folk say you can't know God unless you try that. <laughs> the truth is, y'all supposed to struggle because it ain't no struggle. It's the opportunity for you to appreciate what we about to do for you. Go ahead, Chris and Grace, before All I right. get started. <laughs> You don't probably feel good about what I'm about to say because I, I feel like you just gave me an alley-oop and I'm about to dunk it right now. So I'm going to say it like this. Like, using my own experience, like I just mentioned like a, a couple while back where I uh, had this issue where someone paid me with a fraudulent check and I lost, had two grand pretty much yanked out of my account and imagine how pissed off I was knowing I already used that money. But it really showed me like... Don't fight words right there, bro. Yeah, that was a tough blow. <laughs> But because, like, the, even the person at the bank was like, like, we don't normally see this, you know, usually when this happens, you know, this person just panics and starts crying and things like that. Now, of course, I was pissed off. But at that time, I kind of said, all right, all right, you're already in the situation. What can I do right now to fix the situation and get myself back on track? So in that whole situation, I was able to stay focused, do what I need to do, and basically put all that money back. And that same day, and the lady was like, "What? Like I ain't never seen this happen before." It's like, no, I was no, let my it. account just sit like that. But the reason now, this is where I'm about to slam it in. Now you go through your challenges and, and tribulations, and you know your life experiences. But the main thing you're going through that is because that is part of your breakthrough. I feel like all your challenges and the things that you face in life is what's going to make you really relatable, and that's going to be your key to your success. Because once that wow. happens. People become, they follow you, you inspire them, and they become wow. more motivated to make that action because they saw that you actually drove through that storm yes. and become best. And that's what makes wow. you take millions. Yes, I told you I was going to dunk it. Boy, <laughs> boy, you a lot, boy, you, you a lot older than what you are, young man. I tell you that right now. Tell, tell them how old you are. 27. Wow. 27. Youngster. 27, talking like a donkey. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Grace. In listening to this tonight, I had to come out and say it and put myself out here on the chopping block. My CEOs being on empty, I have contributed to them empty. Oh. There were, you know, times that, you know, Antonio and Tempest, I know they talk all the time. And so Antonio, Antonio will relay back, okay, this is what we're going to do. And I didn't come out right and say, nah, I ain't done that. But my actions did. I would do partly of what he said, because in my head, it'd be like, man, that is crazy. I've seen you do crazy stuff before, but I don't know this time. I'm going to try to do what you say, but I'm a little nervous. So I don't know. But... I have contributed to my CEO's emptiness. And let me tell you, I have learned because I told myself, Grace, he, Antonio will warn you all the time, hey, you might want to do this or you're going to vibrate yourself out of here. And I thought I listened, but I didn't. And let me tell you, y'all almost didn't see me. Y'all almost didn't see me. But 
through, yeah, he drew Antonio Grace, Tempest of Grace, who's ever Grace, because it wasn't this great. <laughs> I, you still see me, but I did want to say publicly, I do apologize to you, Antonio, to you, Tempest. And listen, no, it, it, it ain't that, never again. It's whatever you say, oh, I got that, I'm a little nervous, but tell me how to get to this so I can get to it. And we gonna keep going, but I I never want to contribute to your emptiness again. I've seen, I've never I've seen you you the both of you just drain physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and I don't want to be a part of that reason. If anything, I want to help you get out of that, and to help you uh, help others. What you what it is that you're here for. I'm here for the vision. I'm here for the mission. If anybody else is is like that with your CEO, if you know, with anybody, your leader, whoever it is, your pastor, get yourself out of that. Get with the mission. Get with the vision, and move forward. Get out of your own way. Get out of your ego, and vibrate at the frequency of where your leader says that they are going. Couldn't say it that better myself. They clapping for you. Receive your clap. Receive your clap. Let me tell y'all something. Tippers, get ready. I'm throwing it right back to you, and then we get out of here in 20 minutes or less. I make, no, excuse me. I have on hand more cash than my, so my grandmother adopted me. That's her, that's her right there. That's her right there. My grandmother adopted me, right there, right there. Lorraine Temple Smith, July 1997. She adopted a 14-year-old knucklehead. Let me tell you, knuckle, all caps, knucklehead. She adopted me. I got more, she, she, she sleeps with her ancestors now. I have more money on hand today than her whole retirement check and social security, all of it, every last one of it. I have more money and she, she was a nurse at U, University of Texas Medical Branch in Galveston, Texas. One of the, it's, it's only two, there's only two places in America that can get rid of Ebola. Galveston Hospital is one of them and one of the world's biggest AIDS research facility, Galveston, Texas, University of Texas Medical Branch. And I remember the show House. An episode of there was featured of him going to Galveston for the leading research, blah, blah, blah. Big hospital. She was a nurse. I got more money on the way to me before the company launches than every dollar she made in 25 years working for the hospital. And I still got to lean on empty. Because when you have that mantle, people always want to crack it. I have a target on my back. People can't wait to post something that they, that offends them. They can't wait. They they can't wait to for me to 
walk out the wrong house, don't pay the right tax. It, it, it just can't wait. It just absolutely can't wait. The safest place that I have in my life is in the hood, not my office, not my family, not my team. In the hood, where all the folk want is weed, PlayStation, and Xbox. It's the safest place I can walk into. So where they say all the violence is at, they ain't worried about me. All they say is, boy, I'm so glad you made it. <laughs> Just like that. Just like, I wish I had some real hood folk. I wish I had some. The smoke weed go. Oh, I'm glad you made it, boy. I'm glad you made it. That's it. That's all they do. They don't care nothing about me. They don't care what I got. As long as they can puff when they puff when they want to puff. <laughs> That's all that matters. And I still, still got to walk on empty, which pushes me to Tempest. Same situation. Same situation. Everything I just said about me applies to Tempest. And I'm not talking about when Daryl do his thing and then, you know, make me a billionaire, which I appreciate you, Daryl. Thank you very much. You're actually going to make me a billionaire. I'm going to take you with me, though. I'm going to take you with me, but you are going to make me a billionaire. I can assure you that. But when you think about that, same thing applies to Tempest. Yet, I spend, we spend, I spent maybe 92% of 2019 empty. Because that's my season right now. I have to pour into Daryl when I'm desperately waiting for someone to pour into me. I have to make sure everything's taken care of when no one's taking care of me. Hmm. Or when they do take care of me, it's with a knife that's going to come right, right after it. No different than Tempest. Tempest, give us your give us your take on it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say, that's enough. <laughs> it's not like you understand it there. <laughs> Tempest, what's your take on it? Um, <laughs> earlier you said that as far as you know, I'm the most successful person in my family, but I don't get to say that out loud. If that makes sense. Because there is a success story mm. that prides themselves on being the success story. Mm. They built that identity. And if I were to, to really say, wow, this is what it is, it would be you a You got a donkey with you right now. You got a donkey with you right now. Keep <laughs> preaching. Keep preaching. <laughs> so. Not only am I hidden, hidden in the company, I'm hiding myself in my family Come on, so they don't wow. see what I truly am. Don't preach that thing. Don't preach that thing, <laughs> Don't preach it, girl. Ooh, you, you got everybody now. You got every square on this screen. You got every square on this screen. This so is Final Thoughts by Tempest S. Smith. Go ahead, Tempest. <laughs> so I can't 
say out loud, I'm buying my mama a house. I can't say out loud that I am going to financially support her for the rest of her life to where she don't have to pay for nothing. I don't get to say that. Amen. I don't get to share that with a sibling. I don't get to share that with relatives. I have to keep that to myself because if I were to articulate that out loud, it would be an issue. It would be targets on my back and on my mother's back, and we yeah. ain't having that, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there in my family. I'm there. I, I'm there in the world because I don't get to say that I'm a black woman who's running a multi-million dollar business. I don't get to say that I'm a black woman building my own business because you know what to deal with. And I don't get, and in certain cases, I don't get to lead the way that I want to lead because then I'm thinking about well, I'm representing all black women. I'm representing a certain group of women. You know what I mean? And I don't want to turn out to be a B and make everybody else who looks like me be a B. You know what I mean? So I don't get to react. Last night and this morning, I was ready to make a ride, Jerome. I was ready to hop in the car and I was ready to ride out. But I don't get <laughs> I don't get to do that. I have to I Oh, Lord. It was a struggle. I had keys in my hand quite a few times this morning, but every time I grabbed the keys, I had to let the keys go because I don't live there. I don't get to, Jerome said, I don't get to go back to that person. I, I'm rolling on I don't get to roll on nobody. I don't get to go off the way I want to because it's I want more out of life. And if I go off, I knew that was a test. If I went off the way that I wanted to go off the way that I'm capable of going off, I would have failed to test. And all of these lessons that I've been going through would have been for nothing. I would have been right back at square one. But there's something more. I'm leading on issue. I'm here. I'm tired. I'm broken. I didn't get no sleep last night. I'm hurting. I'm confused. I'm disappointed. I told somebody I feel like they fat on me and Antonio and that pisses me off and I don't get to react the way I want to. I want to flip a table. I want to tell somebody how I really feel about them, but I have to lead differently. I, I have to show up differently. And I was, I'm sitting here thinking about being empty and I forgot that I prayed. Be careful what you pray for y'all. I prayed a prayer a couple of months ago to God remove what's stopping me from my next level. And I was expecting removing a mindset. I wasn't expecting people to be eliminated out of my life, but it was people in the way of me and my destiny. It was people in the way of me and my next level. It was people in the way of my mountaintop experience. So they had to go. So he said, listen, I'm empty because I asked to be empty. I'm empty because God couldn't take me. God couldn't leave me if I was full, y'all, because I was full of the wrong stuff. I was full on, let's ride out. I was full on, I'm ready, I'm ready to let you catch, catch these hands. But I had to let that go, y'all, because last night, this morning, would have went completely different. I called Antonio three times last night, and I was like, you got some bail money for me? Because I'm ready. 
Am I lying? I'm ready. I'm ready. You ain't lying. I called this morning and I was like, look here. I'm ready. You ready? Because I'm ready. I'm about to hop in the car right now. But I don't get to I don't get to do that because I got goals. If I do that, my mom suffers. And I told somebody earlier this week, ain't no damn body worth that. You know what I mean? So I'm empty. I'm broken. I cried. I cried last night because someone, it don't matter. I cried last night because I'm so empty. <laughs> Thank you, Adonia. Adonia got my back. I cried last night, not because I was hurt, but because I'm so, so empty. And I couldn't call on Antonio because he's empty. So two empty leaders trying to move forward. That's hard. That is disappointing. That is demoralizing. That is, <laughs> that made me want to say, Antonio, you know what? That's it. I ain't got no more in me. And I know he has no more in him because he's been taking way more than I have. It's hard. Yeah. and But it's worth it. I have to remind myself that emptiness is worth it because I'm going to get filled up on it. <laughs> <But> damn. <laughs> I have to get yeah, filled yeah. up on <laughs> I'm getting ready to hide from dudes. Wait a minute. I ain't lying. I'm getting ready to hide from like... Sound like I need to talk to Liddell after uh, <laughs> for a position or two. I don't know, but <laughs> Pamela and <laughs> Pamela said we are gonna we might be still yeah, roommate. Listen, it was hard to not react the way my flesh wanted me to react, but I had to remember I asked for this. I asked to be empty in order yep. to get full of what I'm supposed to be full on. So, Amen. That's that. Amen. I'm not in jail. God is still good. I'm going to teach myself how to play the organ. And I can run behind Timmy's tempest with that organ. I would, I would normally end right there. Like, it's such a good point to end right there. But I just got a, a funny feeling and sneaky suspicion. Chris, let me hear from you. All right. So I'm going to put it like this. A lot of credit for you to, um, to hold all that in. Now, excuse my friends for this, but I'm just going to be real complete transparent on this one. Talk freely, sir. Talk freely. <laughs> uh, but know your self-worth. Don't know what your value is. Because I know, like, you're doing everything that you need to do to pretty much make it through this. But I feel like you need to... to in your own way, put your foot down so there can be respect because it seems like you know that you're going through like a storm, like a very violent storm, and you're holding a lot of these things in, but I don't feel like there's a lot of respect for you as your individual and what the potential uh, you can bring to be a positive impact into your situation. Now, I know this may not be the, the most easiest thing, but then again, anything that will lead to some great a success or a great impact is never going to be easy. But I feel like there has to be some kind of dramatic change um, to actually change the situation or this may be a constant cycle. Because even my own personal experiences, you know, I, there's a time where I let a lot of things go by and didn't say anything, but I just had to know and put my foot down of what my worth is and what can I be um, for, um, 
respected and understood. And then slowly in due time, I uh, got that respect that I needed. And people started following along. And that's how I got like um, inspiration and people like coming up to me and things like that. Because there's other people that's probably going through your same situation because they're afraid to put their foot down. Now, I'm not going to say like there's just one way to do it. But I feel like in life, there has to be a certain moment where you have to put your foot down in order to get respect. All facts. It's definitely that. Let me tell you something. Please believe Tempest put her foot down. Don't let that you know, that dimple fool y'all. Okay? Don't let that dimple fool y'all. Okay? That's a word for everybody. But don't let that dimple fool you, Jerome. As she you put close, her foot down today, too. No, 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 no. As, as you close, I want to say this to Chris. Is, is no, that, go ahead, man. Because I got, I, got a little, I got a few age on him. And, and Chris, this is really important. Is that if you send your energy out there, if you expect the people what they're not capable of getting, then the only person that loses is you. If you know that your energy is valuable and it is, and you're giving it to somebody who can't appreciate it or will not receive it, then what you end up doing is wasting that energy. You need to oh, make sure that, that energy goes out when it mm -hmm. needs to go out and not to someone who's going to disrespect it, even when you put it out there, even mm -hmm. when you put your foot down. They're going to get theirs. But you have to be cautious about when you send the energy out there. That's why ATS is so profitable and that's why ats is, is done so well is because antonio and tempest have learned when to put that energy out there and when that's not. right that's facts that's facts tempest get ready to close us out but I, I need another i need another preacher rant i need a good one i need another rant i need another rant you can go so so stop pile it up but when you are rich you don't get to put your foot down like that okay when you get something there's a whole different way to respond when you can lose a hundred million dollars come on bro. now let's just keep it real let's, let's just keep it real it. when you can lose when you can lose you know seven hundred thousand customers you don't respond a certain way let's just keep it real you know Solange was punching jay-z in the face of the elevator you know but he's 500 million 400 million dollars at that time he wouldn't. He would not. He just hit Forbes billionaire. He did. Come on, man. He's number four, fourteen on black billionaires. He did. He did. But I tell you, had he hit her back, wouldn't be no billionaire. Hello, preaching. You know what I'm saying? And Shalon like she's like she's like twenty two at the time. And he was like forty nine. <laughs> oh, the media would have had a wonderful. People would have gotten promoted. The lawyer would have, it, it would have been, let me tell you, it would have been a wonderful day if, if Jay-Z did that. The vultures would have won that day. All right, when, when, it's, when it's time, not, not if all of you, but there's ways to stand up for yourself when you are, Men Temp is not wealthy yet. <laughs> yet. By definition, we're wealthy. Well, you know what? We're not white people wealthy. Let me say that. Let me say that. I know I got white people. I know I got white people on. I don't mean no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean no disrespect. But y'all, but y'all know who I am. All my fan base know. Two point four million y'all a month know who I am. You know I just say stuff. You understand? Right? We 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 are. I'm not. We're not white people wealthy. Okay? We are wealthy. We sign checks. We do well. We ain't signing Shaq check though. You understand? No, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't signed Tom Brady check. That's a whole different wealthy. You know, when we giving out 
when we give Daryl a four-year max contract of $141 million to run the company, oh, we white folk wealthy there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole different kind of wealth. You understand? When you say, Daryl, take $141 million to run this company, that's wealthy. That's a whole different kind of wealth. You understand? We got black wealth. You, you, you understand? We got black wealth. You know, you know, you understand. You understand. <laughs> you understand. <laughs> he knows that. He knows his worth. I ain't mad at you. 141 million? All right, he knows his worth. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. But, but please know that when you get, when you get, I put lawyers that people like. I got three lawyers, y'all. I got three lawyers. I do. I got a business lawyer, a criminal lawyer, and a tax lawyer. And I keep the criminal lawyer at bay just in case I trip out to get my learned behavior. <laughs> you, never, you never know. You never know. You never, you never know. Because if I get in trouble, it's my fault. I'm going to tell you straight up, it is my fault. I lost it that day because I'm pretty calm. I'm, I'm pretty collective. I got it together. But if, if y'all see me, y'all done caught me on an empty day. Somebody to fool around the damn and caught me empty. Hey, <laughs> the fool around walked in my office and said something they shouldn't have said. I was empty that day. <laughs> I was empty. But through it all, somehow, and y'all got to realize this me and Tempest are two black kids from the hood. Hood. Not, not we mean that fake wife. Her hood name is Studie Wood. You know, when your hood is called Studie Wood, you can kind of imagine. You know, it's a trampoline outside. It's, it's a trampoline outside. It's nine churches in a three-block radius. Come on now. They got, they, they got a couple of homeless people, one of them named Popcorn or Pop Squally or something like that. Uh, 20 Keisha's. Everybody, your grandmother, <laughs> and there is a popcorn. See, I, I ain't know that, but listen, I know the hood. I'm from the hood. Oh, it's the most certainly Metro PCS. There's a Metro PCS. Oh, she got five liquor stores around there. She get to pick which liquor store. Ain't, ain't no banks. Ain't no banks around there. Ain't no banks around there. A hop highway is. 60 feet away, because that's what they do. That's what they do. They, they they put the hood right by the highway. Don't don't play. Don't play. Check cash place. We from we from the hood. Yeah. We we from the hood. We from the hood where mama would show up at school with rollers in her head. <laughs> yeah, we from the hood. <laughs> and we built this company. And here's the crazy part. We built the company to where more can't say white folk. I gotta say something more classy. More people who don't look like us. More people who don't look like us buy from us than the people who look like us. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. To, to where it looked like we, yeah, I'm serious, you know? And somehow we did it. We, we got here. And when you, when you get that much power, Oh, you gotta act like you got that much power. <laughs> let me, let me, let, this last thing I'm gonna say, Tempest, you gotta close this out because what I'm about to say is too real. Y'all do know we made it. But the way the system's set up, 
if you don't look like us, you can make it a few times. So, right? You can file bankruptcy five times and still get it back. Our current president has filed bankruptcy multiple times. You get it back. But when you look like us, if you get it once, you better say that. Because if you lose it, they ain't letting you back. Now, I said something there. I don't care what you say. That's real. And I can say that because, well, Les Brown said I got walk away money. <laughs> I can say it because I got my own economy and can't nobody put me out, right? I got my own economy. So I can speak how I want to speak, like Donald Trump speaks how he wants to speak. Me and Donald Trump got the same friends and file the same taxes. Memphis, close this out. I have absolutely nothing to say after that. Thank you all so much for joining us for this Brick by Brick podcast. I hope to see you all soon. Please pray for Antonio. Pray for us because we have to deal with Antonio. He has said, I'm Donald Trump. We about to lose. I'm Donald Trump. I don't need no prep. Too loud. Donald Trump. Thank you. <laughs> He's too loud, too. Thank you all so much. Have a great evening. We'll see you next time. All right, everybody. I want to talk to you about your goals and your dreams. What are you waiting for? You waiting for someone to dress you in success? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Life was meant to be about laughter, joy, and abundance. There's no shortage of money, and success is your moral obligation. But you're still in a thinking mode. Haven't quite worked your way to saying yes. It's time for you to work, grind. Your business needs you to move from a walk to a run. You have been praying for this opportunity. You've been waiting for owners who will look out for your best interest and send most of the money back into the field. Well, ATS is that company. This is what you have been praying for. So now it's on you. Will you care enough about your business to actually take all the freshman level classes? Will you care enough about your business to move towards the sophomore classes and beyond? Over here, we're giving away all the information that takes you to get the six and seven figures and beyond. Over here, we're not satisfied until 97% of our company is actually making money. We're not looking to get rich. We're looking to make you rich. And by default, we'll share an experience of that success with you. You will learn how to do all social media ads. Here, you will learn how to get on a sales call and convert energy into income. Here, you will learn how to code your own app for your business, set up your social media pages, and learn how to build million-dollar sales funnels. And we will give all that information to every single person who wants it. If you want to quadruple your retirement, this is the place. If you want to bring a customer into the company and have the company do most of the work for you to keep them paying you every single month, this is the place. If you want to benefit from the company's success, this is the place. If you want a company to email your customers money-making tips every single day that keeps them loyal to your downline, this is the place. You and I both know the world and how we used to make money, it has changed. You and I both know that all the tactics that you used to use to produce good results, they don't work the way they once did. How many people do you know that have not adjusted to this information age and now they are out of business? Ask yourself, how much more time do you have to waste and be out of business. Here's my advice to you. Stop passing up on opportunities because you're afraid to take another loss. Fear is the enemy of wealth and comfort is the repellent of millions. Will you answer the call?
Or will you just get excited and be like, wow, this is a great video and do nothing. The choice is yours. Let us celebrate your retirement. Let us celebrate your millions. Let us celebrate you and break you through the glass. This is ATS and this is your moment. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter 
is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash b 2 B, and I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.